It's Friday, July 29th, 2022, and welcome to episode 13 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, more housing in the works for Alameda Point Site A, improvements to the ferry ticketing system, a race around the island, some folks getting ready to paint the town, and who's a good boy? The U.S. Coast Guard knows exactly who. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, Alameda Point Site A was the main topic of discussion at this week's planning board meeting, specifically amendments to the development plan and agreement. Also known as Waterfront Town Center, Site A is a 68-acre parcel in between West Tower and Seaplane Lagoon on the grounds of the former Naval Air Station. The purpose of amending the agreement is to help the city fulfill the May 2022 draft housing element, which calls for 1,482 housing units on Alameda Point. Increasing the units on Site A from 800 to 1,300 is a large step toward the city meeting the ultimate goal of 5,353 units citywide by 2031. Development on Alameda Point is not a straightforward affair. For starters, utilities, communications, and stormwater management infrastructure must all be constructed before housing can be built. There is a symbiotic relationship between the city, for-profit developers, and the non-profit developers who provide affordable housing. Alameda Point Partners is the for-profit developer for Site A. They have constructed the infrastructure and built the first phase of housing. Additionally, they subsidize the work of Eden Housing, the nonprofit affordable housing developer. Once the work on Site A is finished and the infrastructure is in place, work can then begin on the 37-acre West Midway project, just north of Site A. During the planning board meeting, Stephanie Hill of the Alameda Point Partners offered details on the over 300,000 square feet of retail and commercial space that will be developed in the area, including a hotel, theater, and ground floor retail. The details proved timely as the board was prepared to postpone the amendment vote while waiting for an updated land use schedule. Ultimately, the board unanimously approved the amended plan on the condition that the upgraded plan diagram include the retail footage and descriptions. For more details, visit alamedapost.com top. Getting a ticket to the ferry is getting more convenient. WETA has announced a new integrated ticketing system and smartphone app for the San Francisco Ferry. Available for Android and iPhone, the new app will allow you to purchase regular and special event tickets, as well as see routes and schedules. There is now an added benefit for those who use AC Transit Line 78 to and from Seaplane Lagoon or Line 21 serving Harbor Bay. When you use your Clipper card to pay for both the bus ride and the ferry, you will receive a transfer discount equal to the bus fare. This means your bus ride is free. More innovations are coming to the ferry fleet. WIDA was awarded a $14.9 million grant from the California State Transportation Agency to develop new electric ferry service. This is part of the San Francisco Clean Ferry Network, which will eventually see a fleet of high-speed, zero-emission vessels. For a look at the improvements coming to how we travel the bay, visit alamedapost.com news. There's another zero-emission way to travel around the island, people power. And it will be on full display this Saturday morning beginning at 8 a.m. when the inaugural Alameda Islanders Challenge launches from Mike's Paddle in Belena Bay. This stand-up paddleboard race will see entrants paddling clockwise around the island. There will be two distances, with the first finish line being at the Grand Street boat ramp, about nine and a half miles from the start. Expect to see the paddleboards arrive at Grand Street between 9.30 and noon, maybe even a little earlier. Racers who opt for the entire trip around the island will return to Mike's, having completed 16 miles. The event is for, as owner Mike Wang puts it, 
bragging rights only. The race has been done in the past, but with small private groups, this is the first time the event has been open to the public. For spectators this Saturday, the best places to watch the Alameda Islanders Challenge are the Grand Street boat ramp at the end of Grand Street at the estuary, along the rock wall with access near the Ensenal boat ramp on 190 Central, and at the Bay Farm Island Bridge at the end of Otis Drive. Details at alamedapost.com. From traveling the water to traveling dry land, if you're looking at a new or used electric bicycle but also keeping an eye on your budget, Alameda Municipal Power is here to help. For e-bikes purchased after July 1st, AMP is offering rebates ranging from $100 to $600. The amount of the rebate depends on the purchase price of the bike and whether or not you are part of the Energy Assistance Program. For all eligibility requirements, visit alamedamp.com, search rebates. Our popular walking history tours are on break until August 13th. That's when Dennis Evanoski will begin a three-week series on the architecture of the East End. Individual topics and locations will be posted in the coming days. Keep an eye on alamedapost.com tours for the latest information and sign-ups. For a look at a different and slightly skewed side of Alameda history, you owe it to yourself to read the remembrances of Gil Michaels in this week's article entitled Invasion of the Taco Feelers. Gil made me laugh out loud this week with his trip down memory lane at Mel's Bowl, which newcomers will know as Bolero. Gil's tale of a dinner gone sideways at the Mazatlan Mexican seafood restaurant is guaranteed to tickle your funny bone. For all of Gil's articles, as well as a wealth of other great features that time just won't allow us to cover here on the postcast, visit alamedapost.com features. Now a look at upcoming events of interest to the Alameda community. Some great art coming your way. The Frank Bet Center's 17th annual plein air paint-out is upon us. Following the French tradition of en plein air, or painting outdoors, a group of 40 juried artists are preparing to paint outdoor scenes here in Alameda and around the Bay Area. It starts this coming Tuesday when Webster Street will be the focus. Artists will be painting in the morning, and their works will be on display and available for purchase at the Healing Garden at Webster & Taylor from noon until 3. The event continues Thursday with off-island locations and concludes Saturday, August 6th with demonstrations and the award ceremony at South Shore Plaza from 10 until 5. For more information, visit frankbetcenter.org. That's F-R-A-N-K-B-E-T-T-E center.org. Saturday afternoon and evening, you're invited to pour your heart out as Rhythmics Cultural Work celebrates their 15th anniversary with a benefit for their Youth Performance, Arts, and Learning, or PAL, program. It starts with a VIP pre-party featuring drinks and refreshments from any local providers and continues on with a dance party hosted by Samba Da and their high-energy Afro-Brazilian Samba Reggae Funk Dance Performance. For tickets and details, visit alamedapost.com events. Live music in the air at South Shore Center, Saturday from 5 to 7. The band C.C. Seeger will be paying tribute to the music of Bob Seeger and Creedence Clearwater Revival. As always, beer and wine sales benefit the Alameda Education Foundation. Concerts happen at Center Court. Details at alamedasouthshorecenter.com. In Alameda news around the web, do you love Alameda and the island's history? Like to meet new people? The Alameda Museum is seeking docents to volunteer for the museum or the Myers House and Gardens. Visit alamedamuseum.org slash volunteer. The Coast Guard said bon voyage and happy retirement to one of their honored four-legged members this week. After eight years of service, FICO, 
a nine-year-old Hungarian Vizsla has earned a rest. FICO served the Maritime Safety and Security Team Canine Explosive Detection Team, where he was part of over 1,400 events, including presidential security details, multiple Super Bowls, as well as NBA and NHL playoffs and the World Series. In March, FICO was one of six animals honored at the second annual Animals in War and Peace Medal Ceremony in Washington, where he received the Distinguished Service Medal. I know I speak for all of us at The Post when I say, good dog. That's it for this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Visit our website, alamedapost.com newsletter to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's free and we'll never sell or give your personal information to anyone. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Find The Postcast wherever you get your podcasts or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler, and I'll be back next Friday with episode 14 of the Alameda Postcast.